Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, uh, Miles, you all right? Uh, you look a little distraught. I don't know, Jason. We're breaking <laughs> the rules today. Not just any rule, but the first rule yeah, of definitely. no national chains. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but it's for the challenge, Miles. It's the two-week coffee challenge, and it's only, just like it says, a couple weeks. All right. I'll try and deal, Jason. <laughs> well, rules or no rules, we're at the world's second most valuable fast food brand and the number one coffee chain in the world. And if you haven't guessed yet, we're at Starbucks where they serve 4 million coffee drinks a day and serve over 60 million customers each week. Wow, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. But we're here just for a couple of cups, and if you invest in Starbucks, you may want to stay tuned for our ratings. Oh, you think we have that much influence? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> sure oh, that's what do. I thought, too. <laughs> it's a jam-packed show. We're talking about the two-week challenge, haikus, our week, our kids, National Chain Coffee on the Coffee Challenge edition of... Coffee Café. Coffee Café! Coffee Café! Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler. A chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And follow some rules. Ah, uh, well, the Except rules. Except for today. <laughs> okay. What do we got? Uh, we usually have no national chains, yes. but this is an exception. It is. More than just drip coffee. Of it's got to be in the Burbank or surrounding areas, and uh, you can only visit the coffee shop once per year on official business. That's right, and we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town, what to get and which to avoid. So, Miles. Yes, Jason. Um, where are we today? <laughs> Well, on the sheet it says Starbuck, but I think it's, I think there's more than a buck, right? It, yeah, it's, it's Starbucks. A, it's, it's a lot of bucks, if you ask me. <laughs> 10965 Ventura Boulevard in yeah. Studio City. Yeah. This is a fun spot. I used to live right around here. Oh, did you really? I did, yeah. Oh. This place brings back a lot of memories. What kind of memories, Miles? <laughs> I lived here before we had kids. Yeah. And so our first kid was born while we oh, lived here. And I'm talking about, like, walking distance. Oh, no like kidding. You could throw a stone from here oh, wow. and hit our place. Yeah, really? If you had a really strong arm. <laughs> yeah, it's in the shopping center, the Ralph Shopping Center. Yeah. You this know, there's a handful of little spots, City Walk, little drugstore. There used to be a Blockbuster. Oh, that's right. Here. I remember the it's Blockbuster. One of the last Blockbusters. That's right. And now yeah. it's a Wells Fargo, I yeah. think. Yeah, well, and, you know, we're here for the Taste the Difference Coffee Challenge, which is, un you know, we don't typically visit national chains. And uh, I don't know, do you feel a little uncomfortable here? I don't feel uncomfortable. I mean, I, I spend a lot... <laughs> Before I met you, Jason, yeah. we were uh, we were frequenting the local spots. <laughs> it was just so easy to walk over sure. here. And I got to say, you know, Starbucks, they usually have some good hustle and bustle. There's like a lot of people coming in, a lot of people coming out. So yeah. it's a fun spot to just kind of sit and relax. And people watch, especially here, because yeah. it's, like uh, it's like right at the base of Hollywood Hills. Oh, that's right. And so you get like a mix of uh, people who have you know, made it and they got their house on the hill yeah. and then people who were kind of up and coming actors yeah. kind of on the flatlands down here. Any uh, specific story you want to share with us that was a highlight of your moments of visiting this area while you lived around the corner? Highlights? Uh, you know, there was a handful of highlights. <laughs> we saw Aston Kusher and uh, Mila Kunis here one time. Yeah. Not that that was a highlight, but, you know, that was the kind of stuff right. that would just like That is a Hollywood moment. Because, sure, yeah, okay. That is a Hollywood moment. Yeah. Um, my kid used to ride the escalator up and down and yeah. up and down. Yeah. And so now I have, 
you know, we have other kids and this guy was like a pro at the age of two. <laughs> and I forget that the other ones aren't expert escalator riders. Oh. And so, I, you know, we're just, we were at a mall the other day and I left and the three-year-old, I turn around and he's standing at the base of the escalator, like yeah. freaking out because he doesn't really know what to do all the way. And he hasn't had as much practice. Oh, okay. So, you know, I got to do one of those turn around and <laughs> run down the escalator that's going up to try and grab your kid. Maybe you should bring him over here for some coffee. Yes. <laughs> I probably should. Take some practice. Uh, those are fond memories there, Miles. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. I don't have any really great, Nothing, you know, home but, runs from this place. All right. And I used to frequent here, too, because I lived relatively close I by. I you looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, a little bit about Starbucks. Most people know this. Most They were started in Seattle's historic Pike Place Market in 1971. Oh, that's why the coffee's called Pike Place. Yeah, there you go. I'm oh, glad that's what we you got someone today. doing research. <laughs> and, but, Miles, there, you know, when I was starting to see the numbers that Starbucks is, uh, has, it's, it's incredible. They have 25,000 stores in over 75 countries. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... No wonder uh, people visit this so often because it's just convenience. It's really a big convenience factor. In any corner, almost every corner, you can find a Starbucks, and why wouldn't you go there? Well, and hey, what I realized in coming into this place, it seems like they've changed things up where you walk in yeah. and you don't even see the coffee anywhere. Like there's no the That's menu. True, yeah. Coffee's not on the menu. There's not a lot of coffee around. It's like... It's they've got you in the store because they are coffee. Like Starbucks is so associated with coffee. Now yeah. you walk in and it's just about like the upsell and what other stuff That's can they get right. you? Because yeah. they don't have to advertise like, hey, we're Starbucks, come have a coffee. <laughs> it's like we know that by now, no, and so, we're addicted to it. Yeah, because they serve a lot of different things here. They serve uh, varieties of food, protein shakes now, uh, all kinds of I'm, new stuff I've never seen or heard of, and it seems to change like pretty frequently wow. too. Yeah, it's uh, they certainly know what they're doing. There's, a, there's Mercado. <laughs> Mercado? Yeah, what's a Mercado? Did you ever find out what a Mercado is? I think it's their uh, healthy food selection. All right. So there you go. Uh, well, they still serve coffee, which is a good news. You just can't see it on the menu. No. <laughs> if you're wondering what they have and you don't know by the time you get to the front, yeah. then, you know, <laughs> you're not going to learn it from the menu. Yeah. And so I guess for us, you know, since we don't typically go to national chains, although we visit... Uh, Starbucks and coffee bean from time to time on our own on, on unofficial business. I guess the big question for us to answer is what is the difference between national chains and independent coffee shops and specifically in Starbucks? And I did a little homework on that too. And I found someone that uh, kind of summed it up for, and I'll read this here uh, kind of verbatim. Uh, Starbucks, the main difference between them and independent coffee shops is their green beans are sourced from special Starbucks sponsored coffee farms versus uh, typical coffee farms. They roast their coffee beans themselves, so they have their own specific roast. Their extraction process of the extraction of the coffee tends to be longer than most coffee shops. So in other Are words, you saying the roast takes longer? No, the extraction process of brewing the coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, so they, you know, they... They drip it slower. Yeah, I guess in that sense, that would be a good way to describe it. The drink type offers tend to be broader, bigger, as we can see in their tiny little menu over on the corner. <laughs> they have lots of choices. Uh, their espresso making machinery is automated, which is a little different than coffee shops, independent coffee shops. They, you, so they don't pack it in themselves here? Well, they do, but it's it's a little more, you just hit a button and it, okay. it makes the coffee. And as a matter of fact, I was talking to the barista here and I asked him, I said, well, what kind of training do you do? And he says, oh, well, we just show up, we watch a couple videos and then you get right to it. 
And so they've, I guess what they've figured out is, is to make it as easy as possible to bring in new baristas uh, versus an independent coffee shop. That's their passion. It's, a, it's almost a, uh, an art form, how to make your coffee. Because yeah. you can give two coffee shops the same bag of beans and you'll get two different uh, cups of coffee, essentially. Mm -hmm. So that's a little difference. And their training appears to be less intense, uh, which makes sense, I guess, right? It's not like Navy SEAL training. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing we'll we'll talk about the difference is is, is their beans, which is a pretty important part because as my friend told me, you know we're just drinking bean juice. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Huh? Yeah, if you think about it long enough. Uh, Starbucks, uh, from the homework that I've done, they over roast their beans to ensure the shelf life. Oh, interesting. Yeah, apparently lighter roasts go rancid faster. Um, if you just let them sit there on the shelves, whereas the darker roast holds a little longer. With this two-week challenge, one thing I've noticed coming back yeah. at Starbucks is that it is more bitter. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's not like it's, you know, undrinkable bitter, but no. it's like they seem to take it to the limit so that the shelf life is longer, Exactly, maybe. and, and, and the extraction process, too, so that you really get all that flavor. They, they make yeah. the most of their beans. And as with the numbers that they have, I guess they kind of have to. So they have some business people, it sounds like, with spreadsheets and... <laughs> Doing chemistry and figure and and some finances, figuring yeah. out like how to make each bean make the most amount of money. That's right. Which makes sense. Yeah, I it mean does they're make traded sense. on the stock market. Yes, it's a big big operation. So this is the formula for the most efficient use of a coffee bean. That's right. Not the most tasteful use no, of the coffee bean. But but it's not uh it's not but it's awful. Good. No, it's, no, no. It's a good, yeah, they, they it's don't want to go over that balance right. of like not having it be good coffee. Yeah. They're pretty particular about the beans that they choose and how they roast them. They, it's not like they're just, you know, slapping it together. They yeah. they really care about their product, but they have to also care about their bottom line because they're so large. Yeah. Yeah. So what a balance. Uh, I would say the difference in the in Starbucks places to the coffee shops themselves, they have a lot more traffic going in and out. I would say, on average, a Starbucks has more activity. Oh than yeah, that. absolutely. I mean, it's not it's every a, independence. And we're sitting outside here, and we're just near the front door, and the amount of people coming in and out as we're just talking here for a few minutes this is incredible. I mean, compared to an independent coffee shop. But yeah. hey, that's what Starbucks is about: convenience and uh, and quantity <laughs> and quality, of course. Okay, so one thing I've noticed: yeah, the do you want room for cream thing is very. <laughs> <laughs> they always ask you that. Do yeah. you want room for, for cream? cream yeah. And I think that they've, this must be some like national edict that's come down because I don't know if you've been to coffee shop, to Starbucks where you, it's like you want the condiment station with the sugar and the cream. Yeah. It's like needs to be in the right place right. or you get like a, you know, a traffic jam there. Yeah. And you get all these people that are like dumping their hot coffee into the trash yes. can because they don't yes. have enough room. Room for cream. Yeah. So... I, I asked for room for cream, yeah. and they gave me like a half a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's like, how much cream were put, people putting in here? Apparently a lot. I could take this on like a four-by-four four race in the mountains. I wouldn't spill anything. <laughs> I might need to go get a refill. No, on this that's thing. all right. We'll be here for a while. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the coffee we got, Miles. Uh, what, what did you get today? Well, I got this coffee called Pike Place. Pike Place. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their signature drip. They're, yeah, and we were in there going, well, Pike Place, that's a unique name. So the Pike Place, what uh, have you figured out what that Pike Place means, what it is? Well, you just told me. No, I, no, I've I'm been, talking about I've the coffee. I've been getting it for years. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All right. So Pike Place, I, I didn't know. All right, so it's it's just the, what they call the drink. What are the ingredients of the drink? I'd say this is like the baseline, Jason. I mean, it's, it's just a drip coffee. Uh -huh. They always have Pike Place, yeah. and then they seem to 
they have like a dark roast or a specialty roast. Okay. And which one did and you then get? There's, and then there's usually like a blonde or something lighter. So oh, I see. Like, this is like the medium roast. Okay. So you got the medium. Yeah. And how, how is it? Are you enjoying it? Is it good? It's just fine. It's yeah. just fine. All right. That's a unique description. I mean, I think the whole, your discussion about the, as if using the beans as efficiently as possible, you're not going to get the best tasting coffee. Right. But you might get the one that'll maximize your bottom line without sacrificing <laughs> too much taste. You know what I mean? All right. That's fair. So yeah. I mean, sure. Normal Starbucks cup of coffee. Well, I had the blonde, and I I didn't know that they had a blonde until I came today, uh, which essentially, you know, they use the dark uh, roast, as we mentioned, for most of their beans, but the blonde is a light roast bean, so you get more caffeine but less of the flavor, uh, and in some cases, the less bitterness. And it is actually a little less bitter than typical Starbucks coffee. Uh, and, and I got a latte. Uh, and it's good, you know, uh, for Starbucks coffee. I'm I'm enjoying the the drink. So yeah, there you go. But Miles, let's talk about really why we're here. We're breaking our biggest rule, which is as you mentioned, the national chain rule. That's right. And we're here because of the two week taste the difference challenge. And uh, like we had on our show last week, we had Laura Brown, who's leading up the charge for the Starbucks fan. If you didn't listen to our show last week. She's a huge Starbucks fan, uh, does nothing but get up in the morning and drink star- iced coffee, probably from Starbucks. As a matter of fact, I, I imagine there's a pipeline going from Starbucks to, to her house uh. as she wakes up, and it's like an instant draft. Um, and yeah, and so what the challenge is, for those of you who are tuning in, it's uh, two weeks where we challenge you to stop going to national chains and only drink coffee from independent coffee shops. And you can go there and you order your uh, your favorite drinks. And then after two weeks, you go back to your favorite national chain to taste the difference. The cool thing is, is Miles came up with this little brilliant idea where uh, you write a haiku describing the difference between your the national chain and the independent coffee shop. And then uh, you send that in to us, you email it after the two weeks are up. And we're going to pick the best one. And the winner of that will win a $50 coffee card to any coffee shop that they want. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So uh, let's talk about your two-week challenge. How's it been going for you, Miles? I mean, we're only a few days into it. We started on Monday. That was the official start date. Today's Thursday. You and I are doing the reverse challenge. So for you, Miles, how's your challenge been going? It's going fine. Yeah? Yeah, you know, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I've gone to a few different places in the neighborhood. And then, you know, I got one of those Via packets. Oh, right. From Starbucks, the, which what, is that, like the instant coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How which, is that? Well, I've only used it for camping, uh-huh. you know, where anything tastes good pretty much. And uh, <laughs> it's a little bit different when you're, you have options and you're drinking it at home. Yeah. Um, and you're normally drinking really good coffee. Sure. So it definitely does the job, but right. uh, there's a lot of room for improvement. I see. Um, and as for, you know, just going out and going to Starbucks, yeah. it's, it's been fine. Like you were saying, the coffee's not as, as good, but right. uh, it's, you know, you see other parts of the neighborhood and uh, <laughs> I'm trying to make the most of it here. <laughs> it's not an ideal situation, All right. but well, it's good. That's something. Uh, well, for me, I'm not going to lie. It's been very difficult. You know, I don't have a lot of time to go out and get coffee during the day. So I bought a bag of beans from Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, thinking, okay, I'll just brew my coffee like I regularly do. Uh, I'll still be following the rules of the two-week reverse challenge. Uh, And um, I got to say that the beans are just... This is just not good. And my wife, who is playing along because she's forced to since I make the coffee, (laughs) she's already complaining. I think it it may be the bag of beans. And I want to give a little piece of advice to people who buy beans from their Starbucks or from anywhere, the the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you check the date 
Uh, coffee beans start to, even if they're air-packed and stuff, they'll hold a little longer. But air is their enemy. And after two weeks after they've been roasted, yeah, they start to degrade. Also, it, two it, weeks after the roasting. Yeah, after the roasting. So make sure you check the, the roasted on date. Yeah. So, Miles, uh, you know, we're doing the reverse challenge since we go to independent coffee shops all the time. Uh, but just to remind people, if you want to do the reverse challenge, you can certainly do that. If you drink water or you drink tea or you drink whatever. No, that's not part of it. <laughs> You, yeah, you can. No. You you drink water for two weeks? Well, no. No, no. If that's what you drink because you don't like coffee, you can oh, take the two-week challenge to try coffee at independent coffee shops. That's part of the challenge. So, you know, we're open to a lot of ideas. It's just take the challenge and, and make it work for yourself and, uh, and send us the haiku. Or try Monster Energy drink in no. the morning for two weeks. <laughs> no, we don't recommend that. That's See what you turn into. <laughs> We certainly don't recommend that. Miles and I have kind of had a little fun with this. Uh, he started writing haiku texts to me <laughs> during the week, which is hilarious. He's very good, by the way. But I did have someone... They were mostly about the rat that's stuck in my attic yeah. that I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah. But I don't think anyone wants to hear about no, that. No, I don't think so. Not during our coffee show. But we had a Desert Dance on Instagram write in. She says, you know, I had to Google what haiku is. Maybe you can... <laughs> help people real quick since you are so talented in writing these haikus how simple it is to write one yes it's a japanese poem yeah and it goes five syllables in the first line right seven in the second line yeah and then five in the third line oh right okay these are syllables oh, not sure. words oh okay so so here's one miles that you wrote uh in a text uh, i am a poet but jason doesn't know it now i will show it <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. So there it is. It's a five. Well, you hadn't realized I was writing in Yes, haikus. I didn't know. That's you just right. thought I was writing you text messages <laughs> sounding slightly weird. He's very talented in these haiku departments. But that's as simple as you do have to. You just kind of sum up your experience. And it's that simple. And we're going to pick the best one. And whoever uh, we pick gets the $50 coffee gift card. So there you have it. That's the two-week Taste the Difference Coffee Challenge. And one more thing, Miles, before we get into our weeks. Uh, we had a winner to our $15 gift card from Olive and Time. Oh, was it me? No, no <laughs> sorry. It wasn't you. It was uh, Hollywood Ange. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Ange. We sent the gift card to you. <laughs> How do you know her name's Ange? And, well, I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> I just go And not Hollywood. <laughs> it's a good guess on my part. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations to you, and we'll be giving out more. We, maybe we'll uh, do a Starbucks gift card giveaway this week. Uh, that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, usually we only give away Starbucks gift cards to yeah. people on airplanes. That <laughs> That's true. Our kids throw up on. <laughs> so there you go. Now we're doing something new. Speaking of kids, how was your week? Week was good, Jason. Oh, really? Yeah, I got I got kind of two things that I'm focused on. One little, one's a little short. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh -huh. I, you know, fantasy football's kind of ramping oh, up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm and in it too. My yeah. oldest one is uh, interested, and I would really like to start outsourcing some of the research and the weekly maintenance of this to him. Oh, because he—I think he wants to do it. I'm like he—he'll be your analyst, your researcher. You're okay. This is great. Go ahead. Yeah. So, and you know, I can that I can just hand him my phone, and he can figure some things out, or figure out who's good, yeah. or who we should pick up. Yeah. And you know, make sure I'm not starting anybody uh, who should be on the bench. All right. Sure. Uh, who has a bye week? And uh, you know, I, I need to revisit this. I think in a few weeks, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. And uh, I, I've just—I've noticed as. Judgment can be a little bit off and a little oh. bit impulsive. I mean, he's just starting, so I I, I got to figure out how well, to teach wait him a second. this Are, management. Have process. you trained him at all? I mean, it's, does he or is he just making stuff up? He or? watches a lot of highlights. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So now I have to channel that into training on the fantasy <laughs> side. <laughs> okay. Because immediately he wanted to start trading people. Yeah. And he got a 
let him know that's not how it works. All right, so he just doesn't know the ins and outs of fantasy football. Yeah, that's you know. a that's a mission I'm gonna I'm gonna take off on this week, All and right. I'll probably revisit in future ones. <laughs> okay. So anyway, the other thing I was gonna talk about, Jason. Yeah. You ever gone down like a, a rabbit hole trying to figure out, you know, something piques your interest, and you go and you look it up on Wikipedia, you end up spending like a half an hour, oh, 45 I, you minutes. You know, it's the internet black hole. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it can be pretty interesting. Though. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes your, you know, your kids can trigger that. Um, really? Yeah. So yesterday I went into the, the room, you know, turn off the music I turned on. It, yeah. was, it was at night after I put them to sleep. And I go in there, and all three of them have their heads facing in the opposite direction of what you would expect huh. someone's head to face uh-huh. in a room. Uh-huh. And I started thinking, it's something you don't really think about. <laughs> Why do our heads always, there is a way that your heads would face. Like, you would never walk into a bedroom and have somebody with their feet against the wall and their head in the middle of the room on a bed. Okay, yeah. What is it about people that make it so that we always face in one direction in a, in, in a room. And we always know, everyone knows what direction you would you would be in. You mean like the direction you're lying down in bed? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like when you see a bed in a room, yeah. you instinctively know which way, which side the pillow is supposed to go on. That's true. Well, I don't know. That's a great question. Have you tried experimenting with your kids on uh, rotating their position in bed? Well, I always put their pillow the right direction. Uh-huh. They rotate themselves. Oh, no kidding. So you they, so essentially you put their pillow in a certain spot and they rotate themselves back to where they originally started. Yes, and last night they were all facing the other direction of what you'd expect. Oh. So I don't know if that means they feel more like their secure spot is towards each other <laughs> or to... You know, us in the other room. Oh. I don't know if there's some deeper meaning or if it's just that they're just restless and they're talking to each other. And then <laughs> that was the last position they were That's in before exa- they fell asleep. No, I think what it is is that they, you walked in. They were up to no good. <laughs> Yeah, and they were faking it. They were, they were faking talking it. to each other. I think that's what it was. Yes. I think you're probably right. Yeah, but <laughs> it sounds more like the Miles household that I know. It's just one of those tangents. I've had other ones too, where they bring yeah. something up. That's a good question, and then you just end up going and learning about it. Sure. Uh, well, uh, so Miles, uh, very interesting research. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> You've had a slow week in, in the kid department. That's cool. We you ha- don't think that's interesting? Uh, no, I think it's face? interesting. I absolutely think it's interesting. Uh, I would have never even thought about researching that. Yeah. <laughs> you should. There's yeah. other stuff on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there? There's a- <laughs> Okay. Well, I've had an interesting week, Miles. Uh, you know, my I have a pretty good boy, and, and I'm very proud of him and he's been doing well in school now that school started how are you how is school for your kids are they, they enjoying the first days of school they're digging it yeah yeah most it's, days they're pretty happy yeah any yep. issues going to school or anything like that you know well what? today i was dropping them off and i we tend to be slightly late yeah. on drop off yeah. not beyond the bell but you know we're 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 rushing a little bit right i ran over one of those traffic cones you know that <laughs> Demarcates where you're supposed to drop your yeah, kids off. Sure, yeah. And I, I pulled out and oh. it was just scraping against the oh, ground. Everyone's watching. Who, who's that? It's just. <laughs> I had to pull into someone's driveway, pry it out from under my car, yeah. go put it back. Yeah. All the kids are watching. <laughs> Look at that man. It was money. 
<laughs> you well, have a cone under your car. <laughs> thanks, thanks, bud. Yeah, school's been great. He's been great. Uh, but, you know, there are times that he gets overtired. You know, there was one night we have the, um, some school event things that go into the evening, and there was a picnic that we had at the school, and uh, and it went late. We were, He didn't go to bed at his regular time. And sure. so then the next, of course, that night he didn't sleep well. He woke up at uh, 4 in the morning, and he was just tired. And I don't know, when your kids are tired, how do they respond to the day, the next day? Usually it's hard to get them out of bed. Oh, okay. They go to bed late. Yeah. They wake up tired. We have to wake them up. Yeah. And that's a huge struggle. Okay. They're they're like me in the morning. They just, they won't get out of bed, you know, unless you're pulling them out of bed. Well, I have the absolute complete opposite child. My child. That's better or worse. (laughs) He will uh, wake up earlier and then not be able to go back to sleep. He got up at four in the morning. So we, you know, we know how it goes. Because when my son is tired, the rest of the day is miserable. You know, and he's fine for the morning, you know, while he's still got some energy. But towards the middle and end of the day, it, it just, it, it all falls apart, you know. Sure. He's, he gets uh, frustrated easily. He gets mad fast. He gets emotional. But, you know, he'll say, oh, I'm not tired. But, you know, you can obviously see the bags under his Maybe eyes. Maybe it's the time for time. coffee for him. <laughs> so... When he gets like this, instead of speaking, when he gets all upset and he gets angry or he's just in a bad mood during this tired spell, you know, he starts to not want to talk. So instead he grunts. And we were in this point of the day where he was grunting. <laughs> you know, instead of you ask him a question and he just, mm, 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 mm. like I'm supposed to know what that means. So I'm trying to, you know, say, get him to decipher the grunt for me because, you know, I don't speak grunt. You do. It's in there. It's like how we face when we're sleeping. So, you know, it's programmed into it, Jason. So he's upset and he's grunting. So as a dad, what do you do? You try to break the the anger up with humor, right? That's what we do. Because they love that and they're in a bad mood. That's right. And they, it has the exact opposite effect on my boy. But heck, I, I do it anyway. You know, I don't care. Yeah. So he's upset. And uh, he's grunting, so I said, well, you know, just to try to break it up, I said, well, why don't we go play a, a board game? He loves the game of the board game of Sorry. You ever played the, this game of Sorry? Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, he's grunting, mm, but he, you know, he's not, like into it. He's nodding at me. And he starts grunting, mm, mm, and he keeps going, mm, 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 and I'm like, what, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> and so finally, he kept doing, mm, mm, and I'm like, what are you saying? I am Groot, you know, like from the Guardians of the Galaxies, and he wants to start laughing. He wants to explode laughing because, it's, you know, it's funny. I am Groot. Instead of laughing, he gets angrier. He hides his face like he's going to laugh. He gets angry and he walks away. And I was like, what is the problem? What are you, okay? So anyway, it doesn't happen all the time. He goes to his room and he vents. It's all good. But after a few minutes, he comes back out, and I'm in the kitchen doing stuff. And uh, he, you know, he tries to get my attention, of course, yeah. by, by grunting. Mm, mm, mm. And then he, he came out with the box, of the game, the board game, and he holds up the, the game of sorry in front of his face. And, and, and grunts. And, and grunts. And I'm just like, so what are you, so are you okay? Are you just trying to say that you're, you're sorry? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> and, of course, he gets even angrier because I made him laugh. And I'm like, I can't win. But, you know, anyhow. Uh, you just got to grab him and tickle him at that point, <laughs> yeah, I think. No, nothing. I don't think that would work either. So finally, he calms down enough. We are sitting there playing sorry. And he's, like, on the edge. And this yeah. is, you know, in the evening. And, uh, and usually during these games, we're having a great time. But this one was tough. And we get towards the end of the game. And, and uh, 
you know, he was close to winning, but he pulled the wrong card, and that made him go back to the beginning. And, of course, at that point, it, it just deteriorated instantly. He's crying, you know, like someone ate his dessert or something. So that was it. You know, we said, all right, well, we're done with the game and stuff. And he was all upset. And we, we, you know, usually the boy goes to bed around 8 o'clock. You know, 7 o'clock, we put him to bed. And he's, oh, I'm not tired. And, like, five minutes later, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> do you have that thing? I mean, do you experience these kind of things? Or is it just me and my boy? No, yeah, that happens to us, too. Oh, really? The grunting I haven't had, but... <laughs> It's a, it, he does it all the People time get, when he's upset. We definitely get grumpy, yeah. and then you just get in that zone. Yeah, and it's we're the same way, you know. What? We're the same hey, way. Hey, well, you get in a bad mood. Yeah. The last thing you want is someone to try and make you laugh. Really? Right? No, I enjoy laughing. No, it's like in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, the people that are too cheerful in the morning. <laughs> uh oh. And you're not cheerful. <laughs> the last person you want to be around. I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah, you may be right. <laughs> it's just how you express it when you're a kid. Yeah, that's true. So that was my week, Miles. The boys fine now. We're all back to normal. Uh, but uh, of course, we're still here at Starbucks uh, drinking our coffees, and uh, it's, we've reached the time in the show, Miles, where we rate our coffee from a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. What did you have, and how does it taste? No pressure. Uh, this is the Pike Place, Jason. Yeah, the Pike Place. Drip coffee. Yeah. Venti with room for cream. <laughs> which a lot of room. Which I put a little bit in. Um, I, you know, I feel like since we started our podcast, this has been kind of like the benchmark uh, for which I would rate other coffees. Starbucks would be the benchmark. Yeah, so All if right. it's worse than Starbucks, it gets below average. All if right. it's better than Starbucks, it gets above average. Okay. So by definition, I'll give it a six, All six right. and a half. Six, six. That's probably the average score. All right. That's average for you. That, yeah. That's average I, for you. I'd say, I know you're going to say that yeah. five is the average. Five is, isn't the average, but go ahead. <laughs> But given, <laughs> given that I'm grading a bit on a curve, oh, we'll right. say we'll say six and a half. Six and a half for you. All right, that's fine. Uh, it, uh, I had that's the, like a that's a in the C range, right? Yeah, if you're on a test. Sure. <laughs> so you're gonna say I had the uh, the blonde latte, uh, and the blonde is the blatte. The blatte, <laughs> and the blonde is essentially a lighted roast bean, and uh, it's good. Uh, you know, I too find this to be average. It's not um, fantastic. It's it's not bad. Uh, oh, so you gave it a five? No, I'm not going to give it a five. I'll give it a five and a half because it's oh. a little bit better than average. Although their ratio of milk to coffee, there's two shots of espresso in there. I think there's a little too much milk. That's not my favorite. As you know, I like to taste more of the coffee than the milk. But I still got some coffee taste in there. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a five and, and a half. Maybe you're drinking the wrong milk. <laughs> Maybe you need to step your milk game up. <laughs> That's my problem. So uh, overall, this place, you know, this is a, a Starbucks. It's like you walk into any Starbucks, you feel like you're... Uh, this you, one's an above-average Starbucks. Oh, well, it, do you feel like it's an above-average? Yeah, this one's a fun Starbucks. All right, all right. So it's an above-average Starbucks, but it's still you feel at home by going to Starbucks because it's something you're very familiar with. You walk in, you know what to get, you can enjoy your time there. There's always music playing inside, people doing work. The Wi-Fi takes over your phone. Yeah, that too. And uh, you know, this one in particular here in Studio City, it's very comfortable. The seats outside, we're sitting outside and the seats are extremely comfortable. It's uh, quiet, but there's a steady stream of people coming in. You can't go wrong. If you're in this area and you need a Starbucks, this is a great uh, place to come to. So we recommend it if you're a Starbucks fan. And this place brings back memories. All right, so it's a homecoming for you. Yeah, it's All my right. homecoming. So Miles gives his Pike Place a six and a half. I give my blonde latte a five and a half. And that's all we have to say about Starbucks in Studio City. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend or two. 
That's how our show grows. And it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share this show that makes a big difference. And don't forget, join the two-week coffee challenge. Enter for your chance to get a $50 coffee gift card and you have another week to start. You can go to Instagram and our Facebook page for more information and of course at coffeecafepodcast.com. And while you're at our website, if you have any questions or an idea for the show, let us know. You can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.